Welcome to An Apple a Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy and healthy life. Not as disabled people, but as people with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Welcome to another episode of An Apple a Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. How you feeling today, my friends? You feeling good? You feeling strong? You feeling better than you did yesterday? Excellent. You can't ask for better than that. But I got good news for you. Today is another chance to get even better. Don't waste this day. Every day is another chance to get better than you were the day before. Take it one day at a time. Make each day count. It's so important. I have a question for you today. Now, I borrowed this question from my friends, Karen and Faith Gilbo of the Gilbo Girls podcast. And I just want to note, Faith Gilbo was the first movie star that I ever interviewed on this podcast. So check out the Gilbo Girls podcast. You you won't be sorry. Anyway, how do you treat a person with a disability? Go ahead, think about it. Now, you may say, well, Jimmy, that's a silly question because... Most of us are either disabled or we take care of a disabled person or we're related to a disabled person or we're friends with a disabled person. So we know how to treat a person with a disability. All right, but how should somebody who isn't connected with a person with a disability, how should they treat a person with a disability? The answer is quite simple. You treat them like a person. What's the difference if they have a disability or not? A disability doesn't define anybody. Just like the color of a person's skin does not define the person. Whether a person's fat or skinny does not define the person. A disability does not define the person. It's that simple. But people don't see it that way. And that irritates me to no end. And I think that this is something that has to be learned, not only in school, but it has to be learned at home. Especially now that school is now back in session, parents have to teach their children that they're going to run into people in school that do have a disability. And people have to be aware that they're going to run into people outside in the real world that are getting by with the disability. A disability doesn't have to lock you up in your home. It's not like it used to be. Someone has a disability. They're locked in the house. They're kept in bed. People with a disability are out in the real world working and socializing with with everybody. A disability 
does not hold you down. It's not like it used to be. You don't see Quasimodo <laughs> locked in a basement or in an attic. People with a disability are out in the public. And that bothers some people. You hear it all the time. Why should there be disability parking? If people have a disability, they should be home. That's nonsense and a damn, I dare to say bullshit. A disability should not have to hold you back from being out in public as much as you possibly can stand. Again, I'm going to say you should not be defined by your disability. That's a two-way street as well. I'm going to tell you a quick story. Years ago, I was in the Pontiac dealer in Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania. This is before I lost my left leg, but I was walking with a cane. And I made the mistake of defining someone by their disability. And I got set straight. There was a fellow there pulled up in his car, and I seen him struggling to get out of the car. I automatically thought it was my responsibility to go over with my cane and try to help him get out of his car. I seen him put the wheelchair out, and he was trying to hold the door open and get out of the car. So I went over and I said very nicely, I said, here, I'll, I'll, I didn't say, can I help you? I said, here, I'll help you. And I held the door open. And he politely told me to get away from him. And I was like, what? I said, no, I'm going to help you. And he said, no, thank you. And asked me to move away. And I said, well, it's windy. I'll hold the door. And he said to me, get away from me. And I thought, well, <laughs> you dickhead. All right, go ahead, do it yourself. And took me and my cane and I got away. And he struggled and I watched him. And he struggled and he got out finally. He got out of the car, shut the door, rolled right past me into the dealership, gave him the keys for he was having the car repaired. And I, I watched him and I was like, you know, this guy is a real ass. Here I'm going over to help him. And he's going to bite my head off. Well, about a half hour later, he came over and told me, he says, look, he says, I know you think you were trying to help me, but I have to learn how to do it myself and explain the whole process. And it's new to him. He's just doing, he's doing what he has to do. I thought about it and I was like, okay, I understand, whatever. And I still thought he was a dickhead. <laughs> but... As years went by, I realized, especially after I ended up in a wheelchair, I realized that it was a sense of ego and pride for him. You don't want someone else doing it for him. Now, other people might have turned around and said, oh, yes, please help me, please. He still had his pride, and his pride told him that he was going to do it. That's important. That's important for people with a disability to still have pride. If you want people to respect you, you have to respect yourself. It's that simple. You can't expect other people to see you differently from the way you see yourself. If you're going to see yourself as an invalid, someone who can't do anything for themselves, that's the way people are going to see you. If you're going to see, if you're 
going to treat yourself like someone who can't reach for this or reach for that or can't make their own breakfast or can't get themselves dressed, then that's how people are going to see you. Now, the exception to the rule, somebody that's crippled from the neck down, somebody that's blind, deaf, and dumb, somebody that has, you know, some rare disease, it, that's explainable. But somebody that has, I don't know, like me, somebody that has no legs, but you're in a wheelchair, there's still things you can do. Somebody that is crippled from the neck down, you still have a brain. There's still things you can do. If you're just going to give up on yourself and live like a lump on a couch in front of a TV or in a bed watching TV, then that's how people are going to perceive you. If you're going to get out, go do your own shopping maybe or do your own cooking or maybe you can handle a part-time job. Maybe you can handle a full-time job. Depends on what your disability is. Just get out of the house. Be part of society. Don't linger like a bum. Don't ask other people to do things for you that you can do for yourself. Some people, I don't understand. Some people like that attention. They want people to do for them. They want people to feel bad for them. They want the attention, good, bad, or indifferent. I don't understand that. I see people that fake to get this attention, that they want people to feel bad for them and say, oh, the poor person, that poor guy, he's got so many problems. Let me do for them. They want that mothering effect. They want people to hover over them. But let me tell you something. For the people with the real disability that don't want to push themselves. Let me tell you a harsh truth. As your disability worsens, okay, as things get worse over the years, the worse it gets, the more freedoms you lose. And I'm telling you this from experience. When my disability was that I couldn't hardly walk right, I had to use canes, or crutches to get around. I was still able to get around, but as it got worse and I lost my leg, I could no longer operate my lawn tractor, which is something I love, something that gave me freedom, believe it or not, freedom on the weekends. It gave me something that I could do, gave me some solitude, that, but gave me something that I could do that gave me pride. I know this sounds silly to people with two legs that work and hate doing the lawn on the weekends, but it gave me pride. And I lost that when I lost my left leg. When I had my last stroke, before that, I was able to drive with my right leg. But with my last stroke, I lost my ability to drive. I lost use of my right leg with my last stroke. Now, I have to depend on my wife to drive me everywhere. Do you know what that does to my ego? You're talking about somebody that drove big trucks, small trucks, drove cars, rode motorcycles. I drove anything that had wheels on it. And now I have to depend on my wife to drive me around like I'm some kind of child. Don't get me wrong. I appreciate my wife driving me, but I don't even have a regular car anymore. Now I have a van 
that the side door opens up and I have to drive in up a ramp and get strapped in like some kind of child in a in a child seat. Now some people say, oh, you know, you can get hand controls and drive yourself. Yeah, that would be a great idea except for the fact that I have neuropathy in my hands. I can't feel anything with my hands anymore. So now, how safe would you feel <laughs> coming for a ride with me with hand controls and I can't feel the hand controls? You want to come for a ride? We'll go for a nice ride in the country. Maybe up along the cliffs of Dover. <laughs> I don't even want to take that ride. It's a nice thought. But your ego, you got to serve your ego. You got to, I still do things. You know, I can't feel with my hands, but I can pick up things. Is You know, I, don't, I wouldn't pick up glass <laughs> or something of, of a lot of value. But I still do as much as I can. I don't ever want to be known as, here comes that guy in the wheelchair. I want to be known as, hey, here comes Jimmy. Just like the heavy set guy doesn't want to be known as, hey, here comes that fat guy. He wants to be known as, here comes Bob or Tom. And the girl that's got scars on her face. She doesn't want to be known as, hey, here comes that ugly girl. She wants to be known as, hey, here comes Mary or, or Jane or whatever her name is. You got to have pride. You got to have pride. You got to feed your ego. That's how you get treated like a, a regular person. Even though you have a disability. You know, and you have to treat people with a disability like they're, like they're a person. That's the simple answer. People like to be treated like people. No matter what their, their difference is from you. Whether it's a black or white guy or a girl whether they're Oriental or Italian, whether they're Catholic or Jewish or whatever. Whatever their difference is, whatever the, their skin color is, under it all, take it all the way, strip it all the way, underneath it all, we all have bones, arteries, veins, and vital organs. And we all bleed the same color. We all have feelings. We all have thoughts. We all have hopes and dreams. No matter what the condition of our body, no matter what the color of our body, we're all human beings. It's just something to remember. And we all want to be treated like people. It's really that simple. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for listening. And I want to remind you, no matter what's going on in your life right now, things can always be worse. That's right, my friends. Right now, somebody somewhere is wishing that they were in your position. So things can always be worse. Remember that, my friends. Thanks for listening to An Apple A Day. My name is Jimmy Apple. And I'm going to talk to you again real soon. Have a great day today, my friends. Thanks for listening to An Apple a Day with Jimmy Apple, your gateway to a happy, healthy life. Join our community at www.famousapple.com. See you next time.